ladies and gentlemen, I want to share with you that some of you already know that it's hard. It's not easy. How's it going, everybody? I'm your host, Dylan Trevino, and you're listening to another episode of the Hoopview Podcast. If this is your first time listening to my podcast, make sure to go check out some of my previous episodes before you listen to this one. Also, go follow me on my Twitter, Instagram, and the new Facebook page that I made, at Hoopview Podcast. The topics I'm going to be covering today are the NBA restart. I'm going to be going over when the teams are going to start playing again, what teams are going to play, and where the teams will be playing. And the second topic I'm going to be covering is the end of the season predictions for the NBA. I'm going to be predicting how the playoffs will play out and also who will be receiving the end of the year NBA awards. So for the NBA restart, I'm going to give you a rundown of some of the things that you're going to need to know. NBA play will be resuming July 31st and will be taking place at the Disney World Resort in Orlando, Florida. There will only be 22 teams playing in Orlando and that will be 9 coming from the east and 13 coming from the west. The teams coming from the East are going to be the Milwaukee Bucks, Toronto Raptors, Boston Celtics, Miami Heat, Indiana Pacers, Philadelphia 76ers, Brooklyn Nets, Orlando Magic, and the Washington Wizards. And the teams that are going to be representing the West are going to be the Los Angeles Lakers, the Los Angeles Clippers, Denver Nuggets, Utah Jazz, OKC Thunder, Houston Rockets, Dallas Mavericks, Memphis Grizzlies, Portland Trailblazers, New Orleans Pelicans, Sacramento Kings, the San Antonio Spurs, and the Phoenix Suns. Each of the 22 teams that will be playing in Orlando are going to play eight regular season games before they get the final seeding for the NBA playoffs. And speaking of the playoffs, let me give you my predictions of how I believe the NBA playoffs will end up playing out. When it comes to the teams that are going to be making the playoffs, you know, it can go up and down, so nothing's for sure. This is just going to be my opinion about how the teams are going to be seeded. I'm going to be starting off in the East, and in the first matchup that I have, I have the number one seed Bucks against the number eight seed Orlando Magic. In my opinion, and I think Giannis and the Bucks are just going to be too much for the Magic, and that's why I believe in the seven game series that the Bucks are going to go 4 0 and sweep the Magic in the first round. For the second matchup in the East, I have the number four seed Miami Heat and the number five seed Philadelphia 76ers. I know Jimmy Butler and the Miami Heat have a better season record, but in my opinion, the 76ers with Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid are just going to be too much for them. The Heat might be able to steal a couple of games for them while they're at home, but in the end, I have the 76ers beating the Heat in six games. And the next matchup that I have in the East are the number three Boston Celtics and the number six Indiana Pacers. I know the Pacers have some all-stars in Victor Oladipo and Miles Turner, but to me, I just think the Boston Celtics have too many weapons for the Pacers to keep up with. Kemba Walker, Jason Tatum, and Jalen Brown are all averaging over 20 points per game, so I think even down the stretch in the playoffs, they're going to be a hard team to defend. I could see the Pacers stealing a game from the Celtics, but one is the most that I can see them winning. And that's why I have the Celtics beating the Pacers in five games. And in the final matchup for the first round in the East, I have the number two Toronto Raptors and the number seven Brooklyn Nets. Even after losing Kawhi, the Raptors are still playing at an elite level, and I think their defense is what's going to give them the edge against the Nets. I know the Nets have Kyrie Irving back, but in the end, I don't think he's going to be enough to beat the Raptors. The Raptors have a very deep bench, and I think that's what's going to allow them to overpower the Nets. I could see the Nets winning a couple of games because they still do have Kyrie Irving, who's been an all-star before, but in the end, I have the Raptors winning in six games. In the first matchup of the second round, I have the number one ranked Bucks versus the number five 76ers. 
I know Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons are playing at elite levels right now, but I think having reigning MVP Giannis Antetokounmpo along with Chris Middleton averaging 20 points is going to be too much for the 76ers. I could see the 76ers taking some games because they are a very good team, but I have the Bucks winning in 6 in the end. And with the final match in the second round of the East, I have the number 3 Boston Celtics and the number 2 Toronto Raptors. I think this will be a good matchup because both of these teams have played tremendously this season. Both teams have very deep benches, but I think it's going to come down to who plays better in the Game 7 of the series. I say Game 7 because I do think this series is going to come down to the very end, but in my opinion, I think the elite level of play from Kemba, Tatum, and Brown coming from the Celtics are going to be too much for the Toronto Raptors to handle. And for the Eastern Conference Championship, I have the number one ranked Milwaukee Bucks versus the number three ranked Boston Celtics. Both of these teams are very good, but the reason I'm leaning towards the Bucks is because in the past couple years, the Celtics have just not found a way to stop Giannis. It's going to be a very tough series, but I have the Bucks winning in six games and Giannis making it to his very first NBA Finals. Now that we finished the East, let's move over to the West. The first matchup I have in the first round of the West are the Los Angeles Lakers and the Memphis Grizzlies. I know that John Morant is playing at a very elite level right now, but we know that LeBron James and Anthony Davis are just going to be too much for the Grizzlies, and that's why I have them sweeping the Grizzlies in four games. The next matchup that I have are the number four Utah Jazz and the number five Houston Rockets. I think this is going to be a very interesting series, and right now I'm leaning more towards the Jazz because of two big factors. One of them being the defensive ability from Mike Conley and Donovan Mitchell, and the other factor being the mismatch that Rudy Gobert is going to have on any other big the Houston Rockets throw at him. It's going to be a tight series, but in my opinion, I have the Jazz winning in seven games over the Rockets. The next matchup that I have in the first round of the West are the number three ranked Nuggets and the number six ranked Oklahoma City Thunder. Both teams have been playing very well this season with OKC having Steven Adams and Chris Paul and with the Nuggets having Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic. The reason I have the Nuggets over the Thunder is because of how deep their bench is. Even when the Nuggets starters aren't in, they still have players that could come in and put up good numbers for the team. And that's why I think they're going to have an advantage over OKC. OKC may be able to steal some games from them, but I have the Nuggets winning in 6. And in the last matchup of the first round in the West, I have the number 2 ranked Los Angeles Clippers and the number 7th ranked Dallas Mavericks. Both of these teams have elite level players, but I think the thing that's going to make the difference is how deep their benches are. The reason I'm giving the Clippers the edge over the Mavericks is because they have players such as Lou Williams and Patrick Beverly who are going to come in off the bench and make huge impacts on the offensive and defensive side of the ball. And that's why I have the Clippers beating the Mavericks in 6 games. And with the first matchup in the second round of the West, I have the number 1 ranked Lakers and the number 4 ranked Utah Jazz. Once again, I think the dominance from LeBron James and Anthony Davis is just going to be too much for the Utah Jazz. I know Rudy Gobert is a very elite defender, but I think the offensive ability from Anthony Davis outweighs the defensive ability from Rudy Gobert. And of course, LeBron James is just one of the greatest players of all time. I could see the Jazz sneaking one game away for the Lakers, but that's about it, and that's why I have the Lakers beating them in five games. And in the final matchup of the second round in the West, I have the number two Los Angeles Clippers and the number three Denver Nuggets. The Nuggets are a very well-rounded team, but I think the offensive and defensibility that come from Kawhi Leonard and Paul George are going to be too much for the Nuggets in the end. I could see the Nuggets possibly taking a couple of games, but ultimately I have the Clippers winning in 6. And finally, in the Western Conference Championship, I have the number 1 ranked Los Angeles Lakers and the number 2 ranked Los Angeles Clippers. 
I think this is going to be one of the best series in the playoffs. And I can't wait to see the duo of LeBron James and Anthony Davis go against the duo of Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. Both of these teams have some of the best players in the league right now, so I definitely think it's going to come down to which team has the deepest bench. And in my opinion, that's the Los Angeles Lakers. Like I said, the Clippers have Lou Will and Patrick Beverly coming off their bench, but the Lakers have players such as Rajon Rondo, JaVale McGee, Alex Caruso, and Kyle Kuzma coming off theirs. They aren't exactly all-stars, but they definitely can come in and play the role that they're supposed to. Like I said, it's going to be a tight series, so I do have this one going to a Game 7, but I have it going in the favor of the Lakers. And finally, in the NBA Finals, I have the number one team in the East, the Milwaukee Bucks, versus the number one team in the West, the Los Angeles Lakers. I know the Bucks have reigning MVP Giannis Antetokounmpo, along with the most silent all-star of all time in Chris Middleton, but in the end, I think the Lakers are just going to be too powerful for the Bucks to handle. Giannis can come in and try and carry the Bucks as much as he can, but when he's not on the floor, I think the Lakers bench is just going to overpower the Bucks. Although I do think it's going to be a tight series and that it will go to Game 7, I do have the Lakers winning the NBA championship. Now with that topic being done with, let's move into the next thing that I'm going to be predicting, and that's going to be the end of the year awards for this past NBA season. The first award I'm going to be going over is Coach of the Year, and for that I really think it comes down to which coach has the most successful team and how they coach. So some of the coaches I believe that could win this award are Mike Budenhoser from the Milwaukee Bucks and Doc Rivers from the Los Angeles Clippers. But in the end, I think the winner of this award will be Frank Vogel, who is the coach of the Los Angeles Lakers. After not making the playoffs last year with LeBron James on the team, he went and traded for Anthony Davis along with some other players and made a great change in the franchise in about one year. The next award I'm going to be covering is the Most Improved Player Award. Some of the players that I could see winning this award are Brandon Ingram and Shea Gilgis-Alexander, but the player that I think will end up winning this award is Bam Adebayo. Last season, he only averaged 8 points per game and 7 rebounds per game, and this season he jumped up both of those stats, averaging 16 points and 10 rebounds a game, while also leading his team in blocks. Some of the other players that could have won this award really only upped their points per game, but the reason I'm giving Bam the edge is because he improved on different aspects of his game. The next award I'm going to be covering is the Sixth Man of the Year Award. Some of the players that I think could win this award are players like Dennis Schroeder and Lou Williams, but the player that I think will end up taking this award is Montrez Harrell. Coming off the bench for the Clippers, he's been averaging 19 points per game, 7 rebounds per game, and also leads the team in blocks. With stats like that, I believe it would be hard to not give this man that award. The next award I'm going to be covering is the Defensive Player of the Year Award. Some of the players that I think could end up taking this award are players like Rudy Gobert and Ben Simmons, but I think the player that's going to end up taking this award is going to be Anthony Davis. My reason for picking Anthony Davis for this award is because he's averaging 1.5 steals per game along with 2.4 blocks, and he's also able to guard elite players at multiple different positions even though he's a big man. The next award I'm going to cover is the Rookie of the Year Award. Some players that might have a slight chance of winning this are players like Kobe White, RJ Barrett, and Kendrick Nunn, but I think we all know the rookie that's going to take this award, and that's Ja Morant. During his, rookie season with the, during his rookie season with the Memphis Grizzlies, he's been averaging 18 points per game, 4 rebounds, and 7 assists. Those are great stats, but I think the thing that gives him the edge is that he made the Grizzlies a playoff team. Don't think that I forgot about Zion Williamson, because trust me, I didn't. He came into the league averaging 24 points per game, but the reason he's not in the Rookie of the Year race is because he was out for a long time this season and only played around 20 games. 
And the last award that I'm going to be covering is the league's most valuable player award. Some of the players that I think could take this award are players like Luka Doncic, Kawhi Leonard, Anthony Davis, and LeBron James. But the player that I believe will be taking this award at the end of the season is going to be Giannis Antetokounmpo. He has led the Bucks to have a 53-12 record on the season so far and is averaging 30 points per game, 14 rebounds per game, and 6 assists per game. And with that being said, that is the end of this episode of the Hoop View Podcast. Once again, thank you to all my listeners that continue to support me and listen to me every single Sunday. Make sure to go like, share, and download my episode on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And also make sure to go follow my social media accounts on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Hoopview Podcast. Lately, I had been unsure if I should keep the podcast going because I wasn't sure if people really like to listen or not. But after getting some words of encouragement, I'm really glad that I've been keeping it going. And I'm also glad that I decided to start this podcast in the first place. So for anyone out there that's trying to decide whether or not they want to try something new, I leave you with this quote. Don't be afraid to fail. Be afraid not to try. By the one and only Kyrie Irving. Until next time. The next thing, ladies and gentlemen, I want to share with you that some of you already know that it's hard. It's not easy.